No cap. All facts. Here we go. Welcome back to the Manology Project Podcast, man. We're back up in this piece. I'm your host, Q. And uh, once again, we got big Mr. Full Real himself, Landsberg Petway, in the house with us. What's up, peeps? And, uh, what's going down, big dog? What's going down, man? It's all good, baby. Everything's good this way. Uh, still quarantining. Quarantine. Quarantine style up in this piece, but uh, we found right. a new way to be able to still talk to the people about some good information. And um, tonight, dudes, uh, we're just going to really jump right on into this because uh, we got a good topic for this evening. But we just really wanted to talk about uh, being stubborn and prideful and then how do we change? So, how do we, talking about, so how do we change? So how do we change our mentality around our stubbornness, you know, or our pridefulness? Uh, and then we also want to touch a few spots on where that actually comes from. Like, where is that actually birthed, birthed, you know, out of, if, if I was a pastor preaching, you know, where was that birth? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and then getting an understanding on uh, where stubbornness or a pridefulness can actually be birthed out of. And then uh, how do we change? And uh, how does it actually, uh, is a disadvantage for us. Like, where does it really right. penetrate us? So, what are your thoughts around, uh, or how do you? Well, let's start with how do we get to pridefulness? Uh, you know, as as a man, you know, we got we got duties. And so, yeah, duties, right? You know, we're trying to be. You know, we got to run homes. We got businesses. We got all this stuff going on. Uh, and you know, from the beginning, we kind of feel like we know what we want to do. We may know if we're going in the right direction or not, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, so where, you know, if I'm a man and I get in, caught up into stubbornness and pridefulness, you know, what will be some, some red flags to say that, you know, for some of us out here, men, that, that if we see ourselves in this light, that we need to shut it down. So what, what do you think are some of those uh, red flags? Well, I think it, uh, pride, I think pride can be nurturing as well as poisonous. Okay. And I say that uh, the nurturing part is because you take pride in your appearance, you take right. pride in your work, you take pride in how you do things and uh, how you present yourself. Right. Um, it could be, I guess, associated with confidence, you know, a certain right. confidence that you have. You know, athletes always have a certain confidence that they believe that they're the best at that position. Um, and with that being said, you put in the work to be the best. So, you, you know, you back it up. But I think it can get polluted. And this is where the poison comes in. When you start trying to overcompensate for your um, shortcomings. Right. Uh, when you start to dominate and people can't share ideals with you. Uh, you can't be wrong. It's your way or the highway, um, uh, it's a often driven by, sometimes you can have a poor self-worth or insecurities. Right. Um, so you don't want to get to that point. So when you start getting to the point, we always got to do a self-check, uh, look at that man in the mirror and start listening to, to, 
to what people are saying. And those people could be your, your coworkers, if you're a CEO, it could be your vice president, your CFO. Mm -hmm. If it's your, uh, if it's your, uh, huh, it's your, if it's your marriage, which is right. a business as well, it could be your CFO, your, <laughs> your chief executive, or financial officer, your wife, or your kids, um, and start listening to those 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 slight signals that you hear, where you can say, "Wow, is it is it always my way?" Uh, even when you said just a few minutes ago that you can't expect three different boys to do things my way. <laughs> right. And that was a quick revelation for me. Even. <laughs> and that's for real. Right. Because I think as parents, and I guess we kind of jumping all around, there is an expectation. Right. At work, there's an expectation. Right. Uh, I think for yourself, you should have an expectation. I operate out of the expectation uh, or standard of excellence. Okay. Right. That doesn't mean perfect. Right. That means just always striving to be the best. Right. So with that, I think sometimes you can get polluted. The pride can get polluted when you start not self-checking or even listening to others. Right. Because striving for excellence, um, what you're saying, that like striving for excellence can actually be that borderline. You know, uh, I think when you do put the pressure for excellence in your home, because I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, I only have one son, but, uh, but I do push for excellence uh, in there. But I think when pushing for that excellence, where that line, you know, gets a little blurry is that when, when, when our sons actually have an idea, right. You know, <laughs> so we're pushing for this, you know, for this goal uh, because dad is dad and I, I want to make sure you become something right. Right. Uh, but then in the midst of that push and they come to you and say, Hey, I think A, B, and C might work if I do A, B, and C and you disrespectful or disregard the, even the presence or the thought of them having their own mind. God forgive. <laughs> I mean, really, you know what I'm saying? Like, forgive us all. It's like right, right. really quick because it be, just becomes over fathering. Uh, that's mm -hmm. like a, uh, something that I've been really watching with my own stuff is that I've always said I don't want to overfather my son. So I don't want to. I don't want to take my father position and then go beyond the markers of being, you know, Lord help. Jesus. Right, exactly. I don't want. I want to be and stay in a position of help. I want to be a helper to him. Right. Uh, right. And so the Bible speaks of a couple of different things. So it tells us that we should never be provoking our sons, our fathers. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah. So when we get into pride it automatically will put us in a position to where we're now provoking because pride has some very you know red flags there which is like disrespect oh, disrespect so, so disrespect of your feelings your thought process or whatever mm -hmm. uh so what i i look at us and we were just talking about that but it's like one son is one thing but then we right. have three sons they're totally that, different it's all, and, and everybody is a different kid, but perspective, yet different minds. And you can't. And then what I what I'm trying to balance is if one gets it and one is like, no, this is what dad said. Right. Bam, this is my child. This is my favorite right. son. <laughs> <laughs> right. The other two are doing whatever. Right. You still have to encourage and father them. 
right. to the point where they understand it. Now, they might not do it as right. quick as this one right. or the same way that they do it. Right. Uh, you made a key point about overfathering. I think as parents, there's different phases. And I got this from a friend of mine whose children are uh, grown, but we're all the same age. Right. So, but her, her youngest is 22. And she said there's different phases where you, you know, you're, parent you're, you're teaching you're over right. you're hovering then it's to the point where you kind of coaching right coach them right and then it's to the point she kind of broke it down for me being a, in the athletic world then you become a manager okay right. and then when you leave that point you just become a gm you just they ask you for advice you tell them what you think but then they have to make their own decisions Right. And so, I'm, and, and like this right here is like, uh, so they, uh, I just pulled up something to talk about uh, some red flags for a, per, a, a prideful person. And so this one right here just stood out to me because it's like, uh, they can't take responsibility for their actions. Um, and so that's that was, good. yeah. So that's a big one because, um, so with our kids, and I know, I don't know why we're sticking with the kids. Uh, this, must be, <laughs> this, must be, this must be somebody out there must need to hear uh, right. a prideful thought process behind handling or uh, dealing with their kids at different yeah. stages. But um, if you're wrong you're as wrong. a parent, you should be able to be have enough humility to know that even with your kids, you should be apologizing. You should be apologizing. You should I'm apologize. Listen, My bad. You know. I, I goofed up, man. Uh, yeah. I, I thought that this was the best way. It yeah. wasn't. Dad apologizes for it because that also then uh, takes away that dictatorship. Uh, yeah. It, it comes back a layer of you building yourself up in, in a prideful way or in a stubborn way, which is even though, <laughs> even though your life is screwed up. <laughs> I'm going to still hold to my thing to say that what I said was still right. Even though right. there's no base evidence to show that what you said actually was right because I'm in a pickle right now. I'm not in college. I'm not, um, I'm not in dental school. I mean, whatever the case may be that you were directing your child and they didn't meet that goal. Right. And, and they told you about a few things along the way that they probably needed or didn't need. And you didn't care about that because it was, this is the way to go. Cause this I said it go. is the way to go. And then what happens is that when your child is not where you thought that they should be, if you're not thinking apology, then you're prideful. Well, you're prideful. And that has to be built up on small things. I was thinking about something while you were saying that is um, I had directed them to do one of my sons, I think Langston, to do something. And I came down thunderous. And it was, <laughs> and then... Either he didn't have to do it or it was already done. And I was like, you know what? My bad. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, cool, dad. But it could have been, it could have been a straight, prideful, stubborn, okay, well, yeah, you should have did it. You, right. you should have. It could have continued down that mark right. of being uh, a prideful or stubborn or, in your words, fatherly, you know, if I wanted to just be the dad. And, but he had did it already, whatever the, the case might be. But I took the initiative to right. just step back and say, you know, I apologize. You, I shouldn't have yelled because you had did it already. Yeah. Or even just uh, like this one right here was a funny one. It said, they want to be with you 24 seven, you know, um, 
once again, going back to boys, it's like, you know, um, I remember Q turned about 12 and uh, his friends had a birthday party. And so mm -hmm. he had never really kind of went to a birthday party or anything. So um, uh, the dad was like, yo, man, could Q come through, hang out, you know, whatever. So I just said, yeah. So Melissa, man, she come back like, yo, he's going over there. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he's, he, is he going to just stay over there? You know, just going on and on about it. But I had to figure out when it was time to do a separation. Right. You know, like I said about that father, it's like, okay, so you're a dad. So when do you, when did it become over fathering? So when do I step into a position of pride to where I now am the dictator of which way or how long, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm not giving you any air because once you start doing that, there's no area to grow. Right. And, and then basically I'm kind of living out probably something that happened to me back in the day. So you mentioned two things, insecurity or no self-worth. And no so self somewhere, yeah. somewhere back in my life, somewhere maybe I got zapped of self-worth. Maybe somebody didn't allow me to have a voice. You mm. know? Yeah. Uh, and so all my life I felt like, you know, when I get older, I'm a, make sure my kids have a voice, blah, blah, blah. And then you turn around and you're the same as the very person who shut your voice out. Yeah. Because basically we learn by behavior in our homes. It's like nothing new. Like it actually takes more to be somebody different yeah. <laughs> than it takes for you to actually just repeat what you were accustomed to. What you, what you're accustomed to. Right. So if you're accustomed to your dad being a dictator, no matter what you try to do, if you don't accept Christ to actually change the whole, you know, cause that lineage got to be changed. Like somebody has got to sever a tie because right. you just repeat it. And the thing is, is that no self-worth is a real bad, you know, if you don't see yourself as anything, pride tells me to beat somebody else down so that I can yeah. feel good. Yeah. And, it's and, the love of one's own excellence. Right. I was gonna, yeah. I was going to say that, that love for my own self, which yeah. is, you know, if I'm married, it's like my husband is always talking down to me. He's always doing this. He's always doing that. You know, he's probably got some type of pride. He probably doesn't really like himself that much. Like yeah. pride, prideful people really don't really care for themselves as a whole. That's why it's the And then they have problems with, with other people who might have characteristics right. that they wish they had or could display. Whoa. I, I, yeah. Whoa. That's a... And and then, <laughs> whoa, that's you know, a that's a, that's person, a whoa. This this person has some of the characteristics that I would like to have. Yeah. Um, some of the things that I would like to have, even though I have all of this. Right. I'm very successful. I have all these accolades. Right. I'm still going to hold this person back. Right. Because I'm insecure. Right. And right. I've seen so many leaders do that in different perspectives in life, um, hold people back or hold them down right. or don't encourage those people and put them in the right positions right. for that person to be successful, not right. for the success that you want for your own benefit <laughs> right. or so you can keep a thumb on them right. so that person can really grow and thrive. But right. based on your, uh, what is, where is it? your insecurity and your own self lack of self-worth 
you put that person down. Right. You know, and you don't open up to other ideals. You know, we both have uh, uh, corporations, businesses, brands, and those came, I believe, from God. They came to us. Right. With that, we had mindsets of where we wanted them to go, right? Mm-hmm. What they want them to look like, what you want your logo to look like and all of that. But you still have the opportunity to sit down with people, communicate, and let them share their ideals of what they can see it can become. Right. And not say or just close it off like, no, no, this is what I want. This is the only way it's going to happen. Right. You know? And that's when you can slide that. into that pride, that pride. Yeah. Like I was looking on here too. It's like, so deep. this is like another one, which is they keep you from your friends and family. Like, uh, that's like some deep stuff, uh, for a prideful person, uh, to want to lock you away, you know, from, uh, just another hand on that dictatorship, man. It's like, right, right. um, and it, or it goes back to what you said, which is I see somebody over here with something that I like and I don't like that they have it. I don't like that they have it. And I don't want you to be around them because they pose a threat on something that I, that I either want or I'm doing. And yeah. so that's, you know, that becomes a pickle um, that you would hold, you know, like you would hold your sons from being with my son. Yeah. Because my son, because of- you know, your sons want to become an NBA player. My son is an NBA player. So you don't want my son to talk to your, my son because basically, you know, I, we don't really care about what Q doing. I I don't want y'all talking to him, even though he could help you. Right, right. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, 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 even though this dude is in the NBA and he could actually help you get there, but my pride and my disgust for the fact that they are successful. Mm-hmm. So, because that's really what it is, is that I'm disgusted at the fact that they're successful and I am not, or my boys are not. <laughs> and so what I'm going to do is since I can't touch them because they've already moved on in success, is that now I'm just going to go back within and I'm going to hold you guys from going over there. So it won't be no connection. None, like no connection at all from that. And then, and which is tied into like the number two, which is they don't support your ambition. So now, you know, at the, at the end of it, basically you can't go CQ. And you know what? Y'all ain't playing basketball no more. You know, it's like, <laughs> wait a minute, dad. It's like, <laughs> going too far. And the thing is, this, and listen, and then the thing is that your boys actually are really good basketball players and actually have a shot. But the thing is that that pridefulness and that insecurity of your own self against that father whose son has already made it, you can't even see that your own boys are really good and actually have a shot. Like you don't yeah. even see it because basically all you can see is their success. I don't have it. I'm insecure. Um, I don't know. You know, the pride, I think, always leaves you in a, in a in a haze because you really can't pinpoint when the pride like i think you said it starts with these small things and i small think that small things, right if you can't apologize okay like this is a small thing if you can't find yourself being apologetic for things pride would have the easiest way to step into your life yeah if you can't be apologetic for for anything i don't care if you stepped on somebody's shoe by mistake you should see it as a, as the worst thing that you've done and say, I'm sorry, not 
you shouldn't have had your foot there. You know what I'm saying? Like right. pride to <laughs> have like pride to have you thinking, you know, you should have had your foot there versus I'm sorry that I stepped on your foot. So Right. Uh and the which, fact that not to cut you off, but I was just thinking um that even your success could could kind of lead you down a prideful state, you know. Yeah. You, if you're being successful in the workplace, you, you, you're getting that accolades, pay raises, uh, your company is successful based upon what you're doing and right. uh, have done, or you're an athlete, you, you're having all these success. You can almost get to the point where you become prideful <clears throat> and start to believe in your own, that you did it all, that this right. is me, you know what I'm saying? I'm responsible <laughs> for all, all of this. And you start looking at people in a in a more uh, negative way or more servitive way. Right. You know, I need you to respond to me because of my success, because of who I am. Right. And that always will lead to confusion within an organization. I was just thinking one time um, I was at work doing something. This was a couple of years ago, and, and a person came, and I was standing you know, doing my duties. And this person just came and walked right in front of me, right? Right. And, and just stood right in front of me. I'm like, okay. And then they just reached back, put their hand out for me to shake their hand. With so their I shook their hand. With their back, <laughs> like, like this. <laughs> shook the hand and then just stood right there in front of me. I'm like, and this person was uh, my leader. This person yeah. was in a leadership position. Yeah. Um, and I, that really threw me off. You know, that really had me sideways for a minute. But then I came to the, to the revelation that the person has some insecurities right. based on their own upbringing or who right. they were. And this was a way to show dominance. Right. You know, of me based upon my position, right. based upon what I was doing, right. and let you know, young punk. Right, <laughs> right. in other words, <laughs> young. <laughs> no, take my hand right. and stay back there, you right. know. And that was prideful, right. you know what I'm saying? And those are little, and based upon the success that that person had had within the organization, they felt comfortable enough right. to do that to someone who worked for them was right. a key asset um but like you said those little little uh bricks yep will build that foundation to a to a to demise right. to a, a huge fall and it's like really like why would you even want to put yourself in a position to belittle people like yeah 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 that's like one of those key factors is that if you see that you know even in your own self like if you find yourself always finding some type of way to put people down. Yeah, yeah. Something wrong with uh, you. There's something wrong with me. Like, I'm way yeah. off. But the thing is, is that pride is actually very deceitful. <laughs> what does the Bible say about pride? Listen, listen. Uh, <laughs> it says right here, Proverbs 16, 18, that pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit fought in a haughty spirit before a fall. So, wow. So haughtiness, that uh, pretty much like you said, like 
stepping in front of somebody and then putting your hand back here for them to shake. Um, yeah. You know, now just think if you was, you know, old school land. <laughs> like just just <laughs> just just, ah. just hit him right in the back of the neck. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and and sometimes people don't they don't fear that. You know, they don't fear that. You know that that might happen. And like I said, you know, pride deceives you. It, 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 it puts you in a position to where you feel like nobody's going to do anything to me. Nobody's going to say anything to me. And, right, right. you know, and then when it does happen, uh, then that's when uh, the fussy, you know, uh, the, the name calling, the uh, pretty much trying to build, build a big wedge between, you know, you and them or them and the kids or whatever the case may be. You start trying to put a wedge in the between there because basically you don't want to hear anybody disagreeing with you. You don't want any you don't want any conflict. You only want to dictate it, but you don't want no conflict. Right. Because basically, you know, that conflict is basically my fault. Not the fault that you stepped in front of me, but it's because I bust you in the back of the neck. You see what I'm saying? Right, it's like, right, right. So why'd you hit me in the back of the neck? You're a hoodlum. It's like, well, <laughs> on the streets, <laughs> if you step in front of some dude, you know, men operate off of respect. Definitely. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's our that's our language across the board, and that's black, white, yellow, green, purple, bro. That respect is what is due, and so when right. prideful people, that's how that fall, or you know, you'll find yourself in a in a position because basically to move and operate the way God wants us to do as men, you got to be humble. Got to be humble. You got to know this. You say seven, what? I said pride is one of the seven deadly sins too. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but somebody is better than you. It's okay. Like I learned at 40 some years old that there's just people that are just better. And I also learned that unfortunately, some people who are better than you are younger than you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I give it me and you. We're in our 40s. Right. We're just we're jumping into this social media land and trying to build and, and build up our courage to stay, you know, as relevant as possible to get out right. here. You got some twenty-two-year-olds and some some twenty-year-olds that do this in their sleep. (laughs) And so the thing is, is that we could be prideful and just go, "I'm older. You don't know what I know. Right. I've lived longer, and lose because basically you're not even humble enough to actually take some help so that you can be better. So that's why I was talking about that no growth. Pride will have you not being able to grow. Like you, you find yourself actually being stagnant. Even in your riches, you could be rich and you could actually be richer because once you step into pride, it'll, it literally stunts your growth because you can look right at somebody that's 25 and look at you and call you and say, yo, land, if you'd have did A, B, and C, you probably would have got 5,000 hits. Right. Just like that. Just like that. And so, and right there is where that marker comes of whether you're going to be prideful or if you're going to be, uh, have humility to be able to take instructions from somebody who you really look at and say, I should be telling you something, young buck. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, is that everybody can help each other in some capacity. And so we have to make sure that, uh, that we're using God's word uh, to cleanse us, to filter us, to filter out all that mess that those imprints, man, that happened from when we were kids and, my dad, what, you know, like this, uh, we were talking before and I was like, that's, a, you know, every man's go-to, you know, is that my daddy just wasn't here. 
And it's like, mm-hmm. listen, man, 90% of the men out there on the streets, man, daddy wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? It's like- You can't use that as an excuse. You can't, you can't use that as an excuse, not when there are so many avenues to find out the truth about how to be. Right. You know? Like we can find out how not to be prideful. You start with the scriptures, uh, you get along with some guy that can come into your circle to hold you accountable. Accountability will always combat pridefulness. Oh. <laughs> if you can find a place to where you, if you can get yourself in a position where you can be held accountable, it will always beat down your pride. Your pride will never be able to step up when you give somebody ownership to, ha- to hold you accountable. Yeah. You know, for things that you say or do. Yep. That, and, and that can counsel you. You know, exactly. give you some advice. Yeah. You know, yeah. have a conversation with you. So sometimes you just need to have a conversation to hear yourself, and that person can just make one statement, and you could be like, "Wow." Right. I sounded I like that. I sounded like that. <laughs> Man, I, I came off that hardcore. It's like, yeah, right, dude, right. for like for like two years, or you know, or you come to your senses, and and then it's like. You know, dude, why you ain't never called me? It's like, dude, because you was on something new. You don't want to hear nothing. You was on some garbage, man. You didn't even want to hear nothing from me. Right. You don't want to hear nothing from me, man. And we partners. And it's like, I, I may have information for you, and then you might have information for me. But you can't just always have information for me. You know yeah. Like it can't be one-sided. Yeah, it can't be one-sided like that, man. So, uh, so stubborn, you know, that stubbornness, you know, always comes from time, some type of imprint. Or pridefulness always mm-hmm. comes from a type of imprint that from somebody in our past or present yeah. who, who shook up our insecurities, who shook up our self-worth. We don't feel confident in ourselves. And so sometimes, you know, some people buckle under it. Ice. And then some people, you know, try to find another way to thrive in an environment that's so competitive. You know, uh, like I said, if you can't find yourself, if you can't apologize, I mean, that's the first sign that you need to look at, or not just you know you people, but anybody. If you can't apologize for something that you did, you're yeah. really creeping right on over to the pride and pridefulness. I mean, Satan was created out of pride. <laughs> this is yeah. how tough this is how tough pride is. Is that Satan was himself was created out of pride. The evil part of Satan, Lucifer, was created out of pride. He was an angel. He was one of the greatest in heaven, but the pride that he had created this evil that we even have in this world today. It's all self, it's all self, it's all, you know, one-sided. It's me, 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 me. And you see where the world is at today. It's a a me world out here, you know, big time, big time. So how do we change? So, So for, give us three points on how we can change. Before we close out, we want to get, we want to get people wow. three, three things. I mean, we know that, you know, giving our life over to Christ. Right. Uh, we do. We all know that uh, reading his word will provide some right. change. Uh, but give us three practical. You know, these, the I think things. one of the one of the most practical things we could do is a is a self-assessment. Oh, that's okay. great. That's great. Self-assessment. And that self assessment can happen in many different ways yeah you have a relationship and when you pray you know you do it then you know lord teach me your ways make sure that i'm following what you have me to do right uh, if you got an opportunity to get up and do meditation you still talking to the lord you still ask the lord the same thing um 
look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you say make it simple, right? <laughs> make it simple. Just look in the mirror. You'll be surprised. I honestly people. Right. Judge Quiet. yourself. Just, right. just look in the mirror. Right. You know, sometimes people like to uh, uh, look in the mirror with adjusted lighting so they really <laughs> see themselves. Right. It's kind of dark. Right. Turn on that light right. and look in the mirror. Right. And you'll have a conversation with yourself. <laughs> you'll look yeah. at your eyes, you'll look at your nose. Right. Then you'll just start thinking. And that that's one way that can always put you in a because nobody's perfect. And right. whatever you're judging someone else by, when you look in that mirror, right, that 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 becomes a reality. Right. Um I think another opportunity to prevent yourself from walking down the steps of pride is after your successes, after your accolades, know that God has given you those talents oh, and that man. grace that's, that's and that mercy to get there. You hear a lot of athletes and a lot of rappers, a lot of actors. First of all, I'd like to thank God. And if you have a true relationship with him, right, then that's for real. Right. And if you understand that, right, then you will always have the opportunity to keep that balance. I like something Denzel Washington said. He said he puts his shoes up under the, the bed. bed. Yeah, I like that. So every morning <laughs> you get up, you gotta hit your knees. And he is so successful, right? Yeah, right. And from the people who have met him, they say, oh, he's so, he's so real, he's always genuine. Just understanding and being respectful of right. the process. Right. We talked about that earlier. Um, on another show, we talked about respecting the process to get you through the promise. Right. If you always respect that process to get you to your success, right. that'll help you, uh, I think that'll help you from going down a prideful, a prideful lane. Yeah, yeah. Man, dude, that was that was good. All of that was I think that we should be able to learn from those uh uh three pieces of great information. Uh looking in that mirror is that's a beast. Looking in that mirror, that's this a beast, is, man. Listen, it's a scary situation to look yeah. in the mirror, man. Uh nobody really wants to say that I'm this or that. Uh yeah. and so it it gets really tough. I think we that's a, probably the, that's the biggest struggle. Um uh, right for many of us is to actually many people i say over realistically q i'll say maybe over 82 to 85 <laughs> population you yeah. know people say that you know i wish i was taller right uh, i wish i was uh, been better shape oh right. stuff oh this oh that you know right and then they look at yourself oh my god these wrinkles oh right. my god or or the gray or you have no hair whatever right. it is it's something that's going to put you in a place right. that you can check yourself. Right. And that's, okay, that's what we ended on. Just check yourself. Check or yourself. As, or as Ice Cube would say, check yourself before you wreck before you yourself. Wreck yourself. <laughs> Y'all young cats don't know yeah, about they, that. They don't know. That's too, that's too, too far back. But, that, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yo, dude, this was a great episode. I, uh, once again, appreciate you for coming on. And, Always. Uh, and bringing that knowledge and that full realness to the table as always, man. Listen, everybody, I want you guys to continue to share. Uh, like I said before, on everyone that we're uh, cranking up the YouTube, 
Uh, you can check out the whole podcast on the YouTube, uh, see our interactions, uh, all this laughter you hear, and you kind of get to meet the two fellas behind the podcast. Uh, so make sure you guys join in on our YouTube channel. Baby. You say what? I said, yeah, tell them, check us out, man. Well, after yeah. this quarantine is over, then we'll get together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, then we're going to be being able to put together some real deal stuff. But uh, yeah. it does make sure you guys are also sharing the podcast, share with all of your, your buddies, your, your, your brothers, your uncles, and everybody, man. And, uh, uh, and feel free, please, to chime in on the comment section. If you guys want us to talk about something that's on your mind or something like that, please let us know. We'll definitely uh, get back with you guys. And you can leave that information at my website, Q Crumby, the number two at gmail.com. And that's Q C R U M B E Y, the number two at gmail.com. All right, and we are out. Peace out. Peace.